Yankees win. The Yankees win. Welcome to NY Fly Zone, a first-class podcast. It is time to feed the fleet. What is going on, Fleet Nation? Welcome to episode 38, season two, and I'm Brendan. And I'm Jared. Welcome. We are actually in person. What's going on, Jared? How are we doing? from Marist College, and we have a special guest today for kicking off season two. Noah, why don't you say hi? What's up, guys? It's about time I'm on this podcast. Yeah, he's part of the Bonafide Scrubs podcast. Make sure you check that out. But yeah, um, he's a resident Seahawks fan, and he goes to college in Poughkeepsie. Don't get that. We'll get into that. And um, I disrespected his team last week, so he has some. He has something to say to me, apparently. But it's also week one of the NFL season this week. We got Thursday, Bucks, Cowboys. And our Jets and Giants played this weekend. So we'll get into all of that now. So, Brendan, your Jets. Yes. Versus Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. The return. Who, who's going who's gonna to play better, Sam or Zach? Look, there's no doubt here that Sam is surrounded for success. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, all the dogs around him. He's got a good line and Matt rule with the play calling. So he's in the best situation he's ever been at the football level period, better than his collegiate level, better than with the New York jets, a significant upgrade CMC, someone that can do all the dirty work for you. So the play calling is going to be around him also not to mention home field advantage for him. So the cards are in his favor, but but I I'm going to say that it's going to be Zach Wilson. I'm going to say it right now because Zach Wilson, the rookie, after no, all the rookie, because I just think that, look, you look at these Jets quarterbacks and they always ball out week one. I mean, we had that game with Sam Darnold against Detroit. He obviously threw a pick on his first play. It was pick six, but he carried that chip on his shoulder and he won that game miraculously. So I think that that trend continues. We saw that with, Geno Smith. I believe we saw that with, uh, with Mark Sanchez as well. So I think that that continues to happen, but also Zach Wilson's got a chip on his shoulder too. I mean, they both have a lot to prove and I ultimately, I'm going to go with my quarterback here, like Zach Wilson. You see, I'm going to have to disagree with you. You know, there's a reason why Christian McCaffrey is the pick, the first pick in every fantasy draft. Man could catch, man could run. He knows how to ball out. And with Sam Darnold, they've had this preseason to work. He's got DJ Moore. He's got someone like Robbie Anderson as well. He's going to do great against his Jets. And the Jets, they did make improvements. I get that. Zach Wilson's a good good quarterback. He could be rookie of the year this season, if anything. But I'm not taking Zach Wilson over Sam Donald week one. You know, this isn't Sam Donald's first rodeo. And he's got a better team around him right now, better running back, better receivers. So I'm taking Sam Donald week, week one better than Zach Wilson. Noah? I'm going Sam also. I'm with Jared on this. It's Robert Sala's first game as a head coach in the NFL. Zach Wilson's first game as a quarterback. That's not a recipe for success. I mean, they'll succeed later in the season, but they're going against a team of continuity. I know Sam, this is his first game in Carolina. He played pretty well in training camp, but they've CMC, DJ Moore. It's a revenge type game for Sam. Sam throwing the Robbie Anderson. The Jets don't have great cornerbacks. I think Carolina is going to win this game, and Sam Darnold is going to prove – that he's, he's going to be a good quarterback for this Carolina Panthers squad. 
yeah, if you don't, if you don't expect Sam Donald to be pissed off and not want to ball out this game, then you know you're you're not thinking straight because he's Sam's going to want to win this game probably more than any season regular season game until it's like playoff talk, you know. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I'm a diehard Jets fan, and I know that Sam Darnold, one of his biggest issues as a quarterback with this Jets team is his ability to read the field, go through his progressions. We know that he looks like a deer in headlights. I mean, by the way, this is Robert Salva's defense. Yeah, we're shorthanded. Yeah, he doesn't have a DeForest Buckner. Yeah, he doesn't have a Nick Bosa. Yeah, he doesn't have that edge presence, that strength on that defense. There's a lot of key players that is not on his defensive unit now. He's not with the Niners anymore. I understand that we're flawed with – with our cornerbacks, but all I'm going to say is, is that this is a defensive minded guru here. And Sam struggled against the Niners last year against that same defense that he's going to be playing. And not to mention, this is going to be the most pressure Sam Darnold has ever felt in his career. All right. So the same guy that saw ghosts against Bill Belichick, the same guy that has not been able to make that leap, that transition, we've never seen it is now going to have to look his other sideline in the eye, his successor, Zach Wilson, right? The second overall pick. And also Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, all the fans. He's going to have to see that. The pressure's on. And Sam's on the hot seat. He's going into his, into his fourth year now. And he needs – it's boom or bust. And, you know, there's speculations whether or not the Panthers want to go out and get Deshaun Watson. I mean, look, they don't seem as committed. And all, every snap matters for Sam. I just don't really trust that. I don't trust seeing what I've seen as a Jets fan, what this man has done under pressure. He's never proved that he can thrive under pressure. I mean, yeah, he's got a great success, a great opportunity for success, but I don't know, man. I'm going to go with the consensus number two pick. I'm going to go with our O-line, our play calling, and I think that ultimately it's going to be a tight one, but I think that the Jets are going to get this one done on the road. You see, I don't think this is Sam Darnold's most pressured game. Yeah, He has been like you said, against the Patriots on probably Monday night football or Sunday night football or some other thing. So I think that Sam Darnold, this isn't, you know, a pressured game for him. It's not against the same coach either. It's a completely different team he's facing. So I feel like he's more motivated to win than he's feeling pressured to win, especially week one. The Sam Darnold, his stock right now is on the floor. So he only is, he's working with house money right now. If he balls out, his stock goes up. And if he doesn't, he's about the same where he was last season. Yeah, there's way more pressure on Zach Wilson. I think I'm with Jared on this one also. Zach Wilson's the second overall pick playing for the New York Jets, one of the biggest markets and maybe the biggest market in New York. If Zach Wilson comes out and gets outplayed by Sam Darnold, those three picks, the media is going to crush him on Monday morning. Zach Wilson has to play well if uh, he wants his Jets team and the media to be around him for the whole season. But Sam, Jared's right. There's no pressure on Sam Darnold. This is a new team. His pressure was already in New York and he failed in New York. Now he's in Carolina. Not many people care about the Panthers. I mean, they're, they're a fine team. They're nothing special, but he can go out there and and play. Okay. and, And nobody will really care to be honest. The spotlights on Zach Wilson, people think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Show me at week one. Let's see it. Well, yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson, he's going to have to prove it. But that said, I still have the Panthers beating the Jets week one. The Panthers, to me, are in the hunt for the wild card in NFC, depending on a few, you know, a couple wins here and there. They have the talent around them. It's just that their defense clicks. And, you know, they drafted J.C. Horn. He's a difference maker on the cornerback position. 
I mean, the Panthers are known to producing great cornerbacks like Josh Norman and other guys when it's prime Josh Norman not right now. But yeah, I had the Panthers winning. I'm going to say like 24 17. 24 17. I feel like Zach Wilson gets his first touchdown, maybe a running touchdown here, and he gets his feet wet, but nothing special from the rookie. He'll probably have a nice highlight scramble. But the Panthers overall, I feel like, are prepared. They don't think that, you know, the Jets are easy to win, so they're going to come real prepared, and they're going to get the dub. Yeah, overall, I'm going to give this uh, win to my team here. I'm not scared about Sam Darnold. I, I'm really not. Uh, Quinn and Williams, all those guys up front in the trenches are used to Sam Darnold's fundamentals. They're used to going up against him in training camp. They know him. They understand him. That's why I think that he is simply at the disadvantage here. Also knowing that this is his make or break season. And I think that that leading up with the additional stress, like I said, Zach Wilson, clean slate, right? Like he knows he's the consensus number one starter on this team. Like there's no debate here. Like he's got all the support in New York. New York loves him already. Um, We're rooting for him, right? And he's got the offensive line. He's got the talents around him. Keelan Cole, Elijah Moore, right? We haven't even seen him suit up yet, but he can – Hopefully he's that guy that Jets fans rave about. And also, you know, Corey Davis, uh, Jamison Crowder. Hopefully he'll be off the COVID reserve list by, by week one because he, he got COVID. So rest up, Jamison. We need you. And that offensive line and also our play calling, you know. So ultimately, I think that it's going to be a close game. But these are the games that this Jets team need to win. Like, these are the ones that, like, we can win. Like a Panthers team, a Bengals team. Like, this is in our ballpark. This is what matters for us. All right, we're not going to win too many games. We're probably going to go five five and 12 that's probably what we're going to do but these are the games that matter and i think that zach he's got the tape they know what's going on this jets defense knows sam donald better than any other team in the league and we have the we have the advantage and i think that zach he's never or sam he's never proven to thrive under pressure and i simply do believe that this is a moment of pressure it, lo- looking at you know looking at the your ex-teammates and seeing them that they moved on with a new quarterback it's it's going to be bad, and I think that it's rough on him. And overall, I'm going to say maybe 20 to to 14. I, I'm going to say I think that we get a couple field goals. They hold us in the red zone, and I think it's we're going to come off on top. Scoring for both of us, Noah. Yeah, the, uh... I think uh, I'll go 24 20. I was thinking a game winning field goal, but then I don't trust either of these quarterbacks to make a final drive and kick get a game winning field goal. So I'll go 24 20. <laughs> Carolina is the home team. I think they're the slightly better team. I'm yeah. not sure if uh, they're going to make the be in the hunt for the wild card, like you said, Jared. But I think mm-hmm. they are. They're better than some some of the really bad teams. I mean, they're better than the Texans, the yeah. Jaguars. They're better teams like they're better than teams like that. But I think they could beat the Jets week one. I mean, I like their coach. I like this offense, and I think they're going to put up some points. Yeah, I definitely think the Panthers are more than a coin flip team, like you say, the Texans, the Jags, the Bengals. And they might not be the like a wild card in the hunt. We'll see how the Saints perform. It really depends on the Saints click with Jameis Winston, if they're in the hunt for the wild card or not. But yeah, overall, I say Zach Wilson, one pick. I'll say just one. Think he's going to turn the ball over? Just one. Yeah, I mean, I look, I don't know. It is it's his first game. He's going to, he's obviously, I think he's going to feel some pressure. And I say those a pick. Why not? I don't think he's going to turn the ball over, actually. I think the Jets are going to play conservative. Uh, play, they're going to run the ball a lot. I think they're going to trust Ty Johnson, Tevin Coleman. They're not going to – they're going to get the rookies some easy throws. And I think Wilson's going to have, like, 
220 yards. He'll throw one or mm. two t- red zone touchdowns, and that's it. But it uh, won't be enough to overcome Carolina. Look, ultimately here, Zach Wilson is just like the better quarterback. Like, like I'm just going to say right now, we haven't seen him with pro snaps, but he's got a quicker release. All right. He can maneuver in the pocket. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it's weird, man. It's going to be weird watching this. It's going to be a very interesting. Look, what's a better week one game, you know? So I can't wait, but I just think that, I, yeah, I think I agree with Noah. Two red zone touchdowns. I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. I think that our we're going to plan very well around him. We're going to pound the rock. And I do like our run game. Tell, tell them, uh Coleman and Ty Johnson at the one-two punch there. Michael Carter for third down back coming in. So I genuinely do enjoy that. And I think that we're going to have the planning. And I don't think he's going to throw a pick. I think that he's going to be conservative and maybe two touchdowns. Nice, nice. So moving on, we're going to talk about the other football team in New York, New York Giants. We got the Broncos week one. And Daniel Jones, and we're going to do the same thing, Daniel Jones versus Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater coming over from the Panthers, as you said, another team in discussion to acquire Deshaun Watson before you know, all of the media surrounding him. So I'm going to have the Giants in this one and Daniel Jones finding his rhythm with this new you know, weapons he has around him, Tony, Galladay, and but Saquon, he's, they said he might be ready for week one. I don't think he's going to get that many snaps. Maybe they'll have him in the backfield just for his presence to scare the defense at times. But I definitely think Daniel Jones is going to play better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. I mean, this guy is you go out there and you made the big splashes with Kenny Galladay and you got Tony and then you have the playmakers around. I I think that it makes sense for Jones to go out and do what he has to do. I mean, I like your defense a lot. I think that your defense is going to give Teddy Bridgewater a lot of trouble and Bridgewater. I mean, shout out to him. He had a good camp. He outbeat Drew Locke. It was a very close competition, but I mean, like I said, like, like, I don't know. I don't really, I'm going to say right now, I really don't think that Teddy Bridgewater is like a, like a, like a true starting quarterback here. I think he's kind of just like a lease that you're going to have. Um, and, but ultimately I like your, your secondary. I like your corners uh, a lot. Or, I mean, Adora Jackson, uh, we got Logan Ryan too. Uh, Blake Martinez, you got Jabril. I mean, dude, come on now. Like it's as best as it can get really. So I think that uh, Joe Judge and and this defense is really going. Leo Williams, I think it's going to give him some pressure, you know. And and we know that Bridgewater, he can spin the rock. He's not he's not terrible by any means. He definitely can ball. I just don't think that he's, you know, like like I said, I don't think he's going to be here to stay for too too long here in this league. So I think that Jones has is more set up for the success week one. Now this is in Denver, correct? Right? Uh, or is it going to be home for you guys? Maybe it's home. In Denver, it's a four forty. No, it's in MetLife. It's in MetLife. I'm pretty sure. Is that MetLife? Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Four- oh, it's in MetLife. So that even better. I mean, you're you're gonna have all the Giants fans there too. It would be a lot harder if it was a mile high with that altitude change. So I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones. I think you guys are gonna have a pretty decent openly open game. Again, this is some. This is an achievable win here. Uh, this definitely should be a win for you guys. But I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones. What do you think, Noah? 
Uh, I am going to disagree with both of you. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to outplay the Daniel Jones and the Broncos are going to win this um, Broncos team on, pa- on paper. And I think they're a better football team than the Giants. I know Jared has the Giants winning the division. I'm very high on the Broncos. I, t- I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is that good, but he doesn't turn the ball over. And what does Daniel Jones do? He turns the ball over. He fumbles a lot. Okay, I mean, but you guys I mean, forgot you the Giants. Three of them were from Evan Ingram last season, at least. <laughs> That's true. But the uh, the Giants, um, their O-line isn't that good. Uh, the Broncos have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Are we forgetting that they have an elite front seven? Patrick Sertan, the secondary, Justin Simmons, A.J. Boye. This defense is a lead, and I think they're going to be in the backfield a lot against Daniel Jones. They're going to shut down the run game. They're going to have to force Daniel Jones to pass. And, I mean, with the, the wonky Giants O-line, I mean, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are two of the best pass rushers in the it league. I think me. the Broncos are going to get to the quarterback, and I think they're going to win a close game here. And I think Daniel Jones will fumble at least once in this game. I don't know if he'll throw a pick, but I think he'll fumble. Just from our under for one fumble, Daniel Jones this week. Yeah, from a blindside sack. And I think the Broncos are going to do enough on offense to be able to win this game barely. I think they can win it by a field goal. Who do you think is going to get the sack? Chubb or Vaughn? Vaughn. Or, or like a free blitzer off the edge. Well, I'm, look, I'm looking at Teddy Bridgewater's stats compared to Daniel Jones' last season. And, you know, you're right. Bridgewater on paper seems to be a better quarterback. I like how, I mean, Bridgewater had one more interception thrown than Daniel Jones last year, just one. But you're right, Daniel Jones has fumbled the ball a lot, and he's been getting better, you know, he's been working on it better. I mean, I don't believe Daniel Jones that much at all. But this is is the season I have to believe in him because it's this season or not, and I think he knows that as well. So I feel like he's going to ball out, and it's hard to argue against Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. And the one thing that scares me is like I'm looking at the Giants depth chart right now. Looking at their depth chart, and these are the guys listed as questionable. Barkley, Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, John Ross is on the IR, and our left guard, our starting left guard, Shane in the mix is a questionable as well. So that's not the best sign to see. And we definitely need those guys to be a complete team. Like the, the Giants' main weapon is they have all these options. They have all these weapons, guys with speed, guys who would catch the ball, and guys who could run. And we set up Jones for success. So if everyone's there, if everyone's healthy, we're at home, Daniel Jones is going to outperform Teddy Bridgewater. And I would say it'll be a pretty, pretty high-scoring game, maybe – uh, really? throw out a number. I'm gonna say uh, one team eclipse. I think the Giants gonna eclipse thirty. Wow, and really? Thirty against the Denver score. defense. I mean, look, the Denver defense—they're good. This I get that. Matches. I mean, who who's their who's their cornerback one? Oh no, I, I, mean, I mean, their cornerbacks—they're pretty good, but I just think there's gonna be such a big mismatch between the Giants' O line, the Broncos' front seven. I think that's what's yeah. gonna decide the game. Can Jones make plays under pressure? I mean, we'll find out Sunday, but we'll I think it's gonna be out. a close game. I like the Giants' defense. I'm gonna say 17-13. Giants get the dub. Like I said, home advantage here. Am I a huge Daniel Jones enthusiast? No, but the. If the Giants really want to make this run, this is a good division. Let's talk about it for a second. Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys coming back with Dak healthy. 
Zach Martin's going to be coming back soon. They have the playmakers to, to catch the ball with Zeke also. So this is a competitive division. Slowly but surely, it's getting more competitive than we've ever seen in the more recent years. So like I said, this is the games that the Giants need to win if they really want to be in that playoff conversation. And they have the home advantage. I agree with Noah. The Broncos front seven means business. Bradley Chubb, Von Miller doesn't get better than that. But ultimately, I just feel like they're going to get lucky in, in this game. I feel like they're going to find rhythm. I think that their defense is going to hold. Uh, I think their defense is going to hold the offense, the Broncos offense, Teddy Bridgewater. I think they're going to do a good job containing him, locking him down. Remember, this giant secondary is legit. Their defense up front is legit too. And yeah. Simon. Yeah, we got better on the defensive end. Yeah, the Giants' defense is pretty good. And I I feel like Joe Judge is, you know, prepared for this front, and he knows his offensive line is not the greatest. So he's going to run some play actions. He's going to run some sneaky plays. He's going to be prepared because it's week one. This is the team you've been preparing for for probably two weeks now because starting off, one I know, it's a good feeling. And getting to your point about you're saying the NFC East, you know, has some tough teams. I mean, I wouldn't say, I feel like the better word is competitive because they're all kind of in the same, like, kind of level in terms of skills. Like, I don't think a team from the NFC East is a Super Bowl contender, per se, but they all have, like, a glaring weakness and a chance to beat each other on any night. Like, the Eagles could go out and beat the Cowboys, and the football team could, uh, you know, could go out and beat the Giants, even though Daniel Jones undefeated against them. But it's it's just they're just all like 500 teams right now, and no one is the clear favorite. I feel like. So overall, I'm gonna take Giants 17-13. They're gonna find a way to get it done. These are the games that matter. If Daniel Jones wants his job by the end of the next year, this season, he's got to get this win. And I like the Giants' defense. And that, like I said, so Giants coming on top, in my opinion. No, what about you? Both of you. I said Denver was going to win. Uh, I'm going to say 20 to 17. I think Bridgewater's just going to do enough at, mm-hmm. on the last drive, and they're going to get a, a, a field goal towards the end of the game. And I don't think the Giants will be able to answer that. So it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think this is going to be lower scoring than the Jets-Panthers game. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny now that I have both New York teams dropping the 0-1 week one, but I just don't believe in either of their no. teams as of right now. Doesn't mean they could be better later in the season. It's going to be a close game. I mean, Saquon playing is a huge boost if he does play for the Giants. I mean, he's so dynamic out of the backfield, catching the ball, rushing up the middle. I mean, without Saquon Barkley, who they turn to in the backfield? I mean, if they don't have Saquon, it's really rough. Yeah, Yeah, and it's funny. He was a former Bronco, too, Devontae Booker. But (laughs) it's just going to be tough uh, to manufacture rush yards and points without Saquon on the field. So if they don't have Saquon, I'm definitely taking the Broncos. But if Saquon plays... It's honestly a coin flip to me, but I'll still go Denver by three. I think Barkley's going to be used more as a receiver this week. If anything, they don't want him to get these like in yeah. the pile. He's going to be more used as a like a dump off receiver and maybe like some screens or as a decoy because you know we want a healthy season from Barkley. We haven't gotten that in a while, and especially if we want to be competitive. We need Barkley every every week. Yeah, he'll be he'll have a good game this game if he does play. I think he will, honestly. What do you think? Do you think he'll play Jared? I think he will. I mean, look, Barkley's a freak of nature. He's been doing some full practice contact a little bit. And, you know, he's a, he's a competitor. And he's, I think he suits up. He doesn't get his normal 
you know, amount of carries, but he'll definitely suit up for the Giants. So going on to our next section here, as we talk about Saquon, how many carries do you think he's going to get? Maybe 10 carries rushing, and the most would be, like, passing dump-offs because, like I said, they're trying to you know, cater to him. And I want to force him into action so soon. You know, it's a serious injury, and he's a running back, and we all know that running backs, once they get hurt, they kind of regress. But Saquon is young. And I feel like he'll bounce back because he's, he's got to prove the doubters wrong. I mean, he was arguably a top three running back, you know, coming out of his rookie season. So now he's slid down. He's still considered a top 10. And he's, he's in the Big Apple in New York, and he wants to prove it. He wants to put on a show for the fans. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Jared. I think he gets limited snaps here. Nothing crazy. Coming off an injury, you guys want to make sure he's got fresh limbs. You want to make sure that you're not – abusing him spamming him with the rock you don't want to do that this is you know what what you hope to be the franchise running back number one going forward so you need to stay true to that word there i think maybe 10 maybe 10 carries to 12 uh i do like your take with some dump off passes you know you have daniel jones going through his progressions backing up reading the field and then you can just you know just basically just toss it off to him and then allow him to just just take up as much yards that he can get so i think that 10 to 12 range and ultimately i think that's better for him you allow him to get more accustomed to the football field again make him feel more comfortable back there and also make sure he gets like some hits not too many but hits are good dude you know if you want to make sure that you get that that energy that that welcome back to the nfl so 10 to a 12 no what do you think yeah i'll say about 10 to 15 same range that you guys are thinking they're not going to they're not going to completely like let him go into the pile every play they're going to have him pass he'll play a lot of third downs i think he'll just split the carries with Devontae booker the backup Mm -hmm. that jared mentioned so i think they both can get 10 to 12 carries each but saquon he's got to be on the field for third downs and pass protection and also coming out of the backfield so they he definitely will play a lot of snaps but just not that many carries about 10 to 15 okay so moving on noah Last week, gave my prediction. Seahawks not making the playoffs. Pretty, pretty cold take on my part. You know, I'm a, I like the Seahawks, but so this AFC, them? <laughs> the AFC West is wild. It's it's crazy. NFC, yeah. I mean, NFC West, bro. The Cardinals, the Rams, Niners, Seahawks, arguably the best division in football, I believe, based on the talent that's there. I mean, let me, let me see. What do what do you think the Seahawks are finishing? Well, um, Jared, what was your uh, like? Who who'd you rank one the four in the division? Who'd you have winning? Yeah. Who was second? Who was third? Can you were giving me that rundown. Uh, oh yeah, I had, I had Rams, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks. Cardinals in second. That's that's really bold. I think they're gonna finish in last. The Cardinals again. Again, you think? Yeah. What, what's was lacking from the Cardinals? Um, I I don't think their defense is there. I mean, I love Kyler Murray. He's a great quarterback. He's gonna be a top five quarterback in this league soon. Hopkins is great, but I don't think they have enough uh, meat on the defense and like meat on the bones for their defense. And I don't know. I think San Francisco has a better defense and they have a better, they have a good offense, but Jimmy G is a quarterback. I think he's serviceable enough to get them to like 10 wins. Personally, I think the Rams are going to win the division. I mean, I'm not going to be completely biased here. The Rams do have a better team than the Seahawks currently. I mean, mm-hmm. going from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford is, is monumental, honestly. And I like the receivers a lot. Um, 
Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback in football. Aaron Donald, the best defensive lineman in football. They have a stacked roster all around. I think the Rams are going to finish in first, but I think my Seahawks finished second there, Jared. I, I just, Pete Carroll, he's he's honestly, the he might be the best coach in the division still. I know he's getting up there in age, but you know we did lose Shaquille Griffin in free agency, but Pete Carroll always finds the way to make good young cornerbacks play well. I mean, Trey Flowers came out at the end of last year, DJ Reed, and we obviously have Prez in the secondary with Quandre Diggs. A, a great safety tandem, Bobby Wagner, obviously the best linebacker in football. So mm-hmm. I think the defense, it did lose some people, but I think we're going to be fine this year. And obviously Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate every year. He's by far yeah. the best quarterback in this division. And Jared, he's never had a losing season in his career. He's made the playoffs eight out of nine years. I'm going to continue to bet on that. And I think the the trio of him, DK Metcalf and Lockett are going to lead them to about 10 to 11 wins this year. So you had them over the Niners? Yeah, I think the Rams, uh, Seahawks, and the Niners. I think Arizona finishes and lasts again. I mean, mm-hmm. Arizona's not a bad football team, but it's just tough. I think the three guys, three teams at the top are still better as of right now. See, the same – I mean, I, the same way, um, you know, you don't like the Giants O-line. The Seahawks O-line, yeah, it's pretty, you know, pretty weak as well. You got Dwayne Brown, who's formidable. But the guys around them, you know, the Seahawks want to – Said over the offseason, they wanted to focus on running the ball more. Chris Carson could be a breakout season for him potentially. But I don't trust the same same way you don't trust the Giants O line. I don't trust the Seahawks O line. And the teams in the division are just, you know, I think the Niners get in because they're going to switch to trade Lance at least midseason. And that energy cultivates them. And Kyler Murray. I just think that Pete Carroll's time in, in Seattle is, is over really after the season, but there's one big difference that you're forgetting between the Giants and the Seahawks team. I know you mentioned both of our O-lines are poor. I totally understand that, but you're forgetting who's playing quarterback for both teams. Russell Wilson, he's really hasn't had that great of an O-line since the Super Bowl win, and it's it's 10, year, 10 wins, 10 wins, 10 wins. Every single year, he finds a way to make it work. He's the best quarterback off schedule along with Mahomes and Rodgers. He'll find a way. I, I know this offense is still going to be really good. I, Carson, I know they want to run the ball a lot. He's going to be pretty good, but I just think Russell Wilson is just too good. He's a Hall of Fame level town. I think he's going to have a great season despite having a poor O-line and the Seahawks are going to sneak their way into the playoffs. I'm going to agree with Noah. I mean, this is the Seattle Seahawks. They are good every single year. They literally will win 10 games. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. I was right there believing that Russ could have won MVP last year. I think that Rodgers pulled through and I think that Rodgers deserved it, but I think Russ like legitimately had that in the bag. Uh, and it's almost as if we say that every single year, cause he's just magnificent. The things that he can do, it doesn't even matter if his pockets crumbling, he can make acrobatic plays. It looks like poetry in motion. He can throw across the body. He can find people in the flat. He can improvise. He can manipulate the linebackers with his own eyes. I mean, this is Russell Wilson here, top five quarterback. So he's going to carry this this Seahawks team. Pete Carroll, I, I kind of agree with you, Jared. I think that we both talked about this earlier on uh, in season one about the Seahawks. We kind of feel like Pete Carroll is on his way out. He's the oldest head coach here. And the Legion of Boom has kind of collapsed. I know that their defense is still good, but there's no Legion of Boom anymore. I like their secondary, Bobby Wagner, uh, Diggs. I also do like Perez. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to come out as a strong safety and, and he's going to – He's going to clog the box and he's going to also get after the quarterback. So 
this is still a legit team. They can battle for the first seed um, in this division for sure. I just don't have them finishing first. I think that that rights goes to the Los Angeles Rams. If you look at what they have, Aaron Donald and also Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, uh, Sean McVay, their play calling. I think that they are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I genuinely believe that. They're one of my wild card, like freak uh, dark horses to to win this. Seriously, we need to look at this team because this Rams team is scary. Um, and also the Hawks struggle against them. All right. Like they can go toe to toe with the Niners. Also, I like the Hawks over. I think that they might uh, win divisional matchups against them because with a rookie quarterback, I think Pete Carroll is going to take advantage of Trey Lance. And but on the other hand, Sean McVay and this and this uh, Rams team, I mean, they were beating them in the playoffs with Jared Goff as their quarterback. So I still have the Rams as the number one. I definitely can see, uh, yeah, I have the Hawks finishing second. And then I, I personally, Cardinal second? Yeah, no, no, Cardinals are, I have them as a seventh seed, I think. Yeah, so Cardinals are finishing third. I just like them more than the Niners this year. I think that them losing Salah is going to be huge for them as a mentor, someone that knows that defense so well that I believe had a huge contribution towards their success there. Um, so I think that's going to be huge. Also, LaFleur having that absence as well. I could be completely wrong. We know that Shanahan is one of the best offensive-minded head coaches. Probably is he's up there. So I think that he'll hold his own with the Niners. But So, yeah, I mean, Jimmy G could get it done. And like I, was, like I was saying, Trey Lance is going to wake up this offense. I think you're forgetting about how they were injured last season with uh, George Kittle. And most of the receivers, but I think you're all at your sleep on the Niners a little bit. I mean, here's the thing. I am a huge Trey Lance enthusiast. I thought that he was the number three pick. Uh, I thought that that was known. I thought that it's the draft started at four um, and it was going to go Lawrence, Wilson, Lance. Uh, once we saw the Niners make that King's ransom, traded up with the Dolphins, I, I think it's a match made in heaven, but I don't think we're going to see that leap this year. I don't think that that's going to happen. That's why I have the Niners missing the playoffs because I think that this NFC is just getting a lot more competitive. Reminder, this NFC West is the toughest division in football. There's no, there's no debate. There's no debate. If the Cardinals, if Noah has the Cardinals as their worst team, I mean, they won eight games last year, all right? And they just got J.J. Watt. And this is, this is Kyler Murray we're talking about. Like, Kyler Murray. Like, if you look at his stats, if you see what he's able to do, this division is so competitive. And I just ultimately think that I like this Cardinals team a little bit more than, than the Niners because there's going to be a carousel here with Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know who's named the starter. We don't know who's going to be week one starter yet. That's TBD. And then also, not to mention, let's say if they roll out Jimmy G, they give the grandfather rights to him. They allow him to do it. When is Trey Lance going to come in? And once Trey Lance comes in, I think that it's going to be a little bit for him to understand the system a little bit more. I mean, he was probably maybe even the worst out of the quarterbacks in, in this draft. I mean, I liked Mac Jones better from what I saw in preseason. I liked Zach Wilson. I liked Trevor Lawrence better. He was getting eaten alive, but he was still able to man the pocket. And also Justin Fields. I love what I saw from Justin Fields. There's not that much of a jump drop-off. I genuinely love – no, yeah, I love Trey Lance for sure. But I just think that next year is going to be that leap. This year, I don't think it's, it's meant to happen. I think he's going to go through growing pains going from North Dakota State I know that Carson once broke that stereotype, but I just don't necessarily see it this year. I love all the fundamentals. I think that he is a project, not a solidified starter. 
Yeah, guys. I I mean, Brendan, you, I, Trey Lance, he didn't play that well in preseason. So, I mean, I don't, when do you guys think he's actually going to start? Because I don't, I think Jimmy G is going to start off week one. And I think Jimmy G is going to ride out most of the season since Trey Lance is sort of a project. And I mean, exactly. this 49ers team, they are good. I mean, their defense is phenomenal. It's, I mean, well, they're getting Bosa back and all those boys. But uh, they they made the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Everyone forgets that. I know we don't like Jimmy G. He's sort of a mech quarterback. But, I mean, this, this roster is really good. And I think Kyle Shanahan knows he can ride with Jimmy G, the proven starter over Trey Lance, the rookie. And I think I do think they're going to be a good team. I know Jared has them going second. But I, uh, I have them going – I have them finishing third. I think they go nine and eight. They could definitely be a wild card team with uh, those seven playoff teams now. But – yeah, Arizona. Um, I had them last. Obviously, they're not a bad team, but just I, they're not better than the other three teams. I mean, how likely is it that we see all the teams make the playoffs in the NFC West? I it could happen because I don't think there's going to be another team. I think the NFC East is going to send one team to the playoff, and it's going to be the mm-hmm. division winner, whoever comes out of that—the Giants, football team, or the uh, Cowboys. So one team will come out of there. And then the NFC South, if you think the Saints can make it, I, th- I think we all know the Bucs are going to win that division, so they'll, they'll yeah. hold one of the slots. So it's going to be between New Orleans, the 49ers, uh, what about the Bears? Cardinals, and maybe the Vikings, Vikings for those last couple wildcard spots. And we only can put in three, three of those teams. So I think the Seahawks will occupy a wildcard spot. Um, the Vikings will. And I, I could, see, I mean, honestly, Arizona could make it over the Saints if they have a better season. So all four teams could actually end up in the playoffs from the NFC West. Should mm. be pretty, pretty crazy. That'd be pretty crazy. I mean, I personally believe Trey Lance will come in around week seven because I think that they drafted a top quarterback for a reason and to replace Jimmy G. And they want to win football games. It's going to really depend on Jimmy G's performance because he plays first. He plays the Lions and the Eagles, two fairly games that the Niners should win. And if they don't win those games, he's going to be looked at differently, especially if it's on him. And then we have the Packers, Seahawks, Niners, Colts, not, and then the Bears again. The the Cardinals, Colts, Bears. I'm sorry, but um. Yeah, if if Jimmy G doesn't perform as a division and those two teams to start off, then I see Trey Lance coming in around week seven, week eight. Yeah, Jared, I completely agree with you. I was just taking a glance at their schedule, and week seven sounds like the perfect game against Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. Presumably, Justin Fields will be at the helm as well. They'll go toe-to-toe. And I agree with you. I mean, I don't think that Shanahan has time for, for any gimmicks this season. I mean, they got a squad. They can make it as far as as they decide to go. I mean, they have one of the best edge rushers in Nick Bosa. They got a good secondary, a good offense, a lot of playmakers, uh, Ayuk, and then Kittle, second best, 1A, 1B, uh, tight end in the league. Uh, So there's no time for gimmicks here with this Niners organization. It all needs to fall accordingly, in my opinion, for it to go correct. Uh, I think that it's going to be a little bit confusing with this carousel, there's no stern number one quarterback. I think that that's going to mess with the narrative in this season. Uh, it's not – I mean, look, look at what the New England Patriots did. Look at what Bill did. He didn't want this carousel. He said, bye-bye, Cam, and he caught him out. He was like, Mac Jones, you're our guy. I'm going to have one team, one heartbeat, and that's the thing that's throwing me off with this Niners team. And they cut Newton. I was surprised. I thought at least 
to go start the season or be there just in case, you know. But no, they cut him right there and then. And you said last week the coach should go out and get him because Wentz is injury prone. But overall here, week seven, I think that that is the best game for Lance to come out. And I think that they're going to give the rights to Jimmy G. It makes sense. They know that he can operate this offense well. He's proved it. He can do it. He's not their guy going forward due to the injuries. And also, he's Jimmy G's never a top 10. He's not going to be a top 10 elite quarterback. They hope that Trey Lance will. I mean, they gave up huge capital to do so, a huge King's ransom. So I think, I mean, it depends. I mean, you look at it. They got the Lions opening day. Then they have the Eagles, the Packers. Depending on how... Jimmy G does against the Packers and the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's a very rough patch. And honestly, you might as well want Jimmy G just to be that sack dummy. You don't want your quarterback, your future to take those hits. I mean, the Packers, the Seahawks, then the Cardinals. I mean, so I think that the Colts, the Bears, if there is a Carson Wentzless Colts team, that could be a good team to have him come out, get that NFL defense seeing that, get those reps, and then the Bears. No, what do you think? When do you think Trey Lance will make his first NFL debut, and what team do you think, at a glance at his schedule, who do you think he would come in at? Yeah, I think it's going to be after week eight. Um, it depends. depends what Jimmy, G's, Jimmy G's doing. Uh, if he's lighting it up, then he's then Trey Lance is not going to play at all all season. Depends how San Francisco starts. If they start out two and four, you know, a lot of people are, maybe their players are, are underperforming. I think they'll turn to the rookie to just ride it out and just develop the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But if they're as good as Jared says they are, and they're like, they start out really hot, maybe they're five and one or something to the first six weeks, they're going to roll Jimmy G. They're just going to roll with who has the hot hand. I think that's how Shanahan's going to do it. And an interesting thing to note, actually, with the wild card things, the NFC West uh, plays the NFC North this year, which means, I mean, those teams that are going to be fighting for those last spots. I mean, Arizona yeah. Vikings, we mentioned, they, they play each other. Vikings. So those tiebreakers are going to be broken. There's going to be some mayhem towards the end of the season right there. What do you, what do you think about the Bears? I mean, they're going to ride with Andy Dalton week one. I think, like, same with Jimmy G. His, his uh, leash I, is pretty, uh, pretty slim because they were the Bears have recent playoff experience with Mitchell Trubisky. And I believe Justin Fields is better than Mitchell Trubisky. I think most people believe that. But what's your take on Fields and the Bears this year? I mean, I think Fields is going to come in before Lance. I think Fields is going to start like week three or two. It'd be funny, actually, if you guys think Lance is coming in against the Bears, we could see a Fields versus Lance showdown. We could on Halloween. So that would be a fun game to watch just from a fan perspective. But – um. I mean, other than, I mean, Zach Wilson, Lawrence, they're starting from day one. I think Fields, and then Max starting from day one. Fields is going to start before Lance, I think. Andy Dolan, he's worse than Jimmy G. I think we can all say that. Andy Dolan has never played in a Super Bowl. Granted, he's never had a a great team maybe in Cincinnati, but I think we know Jimmy G is probably a better quarterback, and he knows, and and Andy Dolan's on a new team. He's got to learn a whole new offense, and Mm -hmm. they do play the Rams week one, and they might get slaughtered in that game. And then Matt Nagy might have to turn to Justin Fields in week two. I think that's when we'll see Fields. It's definitely going to be before Lance, though. And the Bears, they are not they don't have as good as a roster as the Niners. I mean, they could push for the playoffs. But I do think Fields is going to come in pretty early, and he's going to have a good season and make an impact on this Bears team. Like, Allen Robinson, to me, is, you know, top seven wide receiver. He's a stud. And they have – him paired with uh, 
Justin Fields, and they have David Montgomery's former rule. And their defense, they still have Khalil Mack, you got to remember, and Eddie Jackson. So these are some people who have experience together. The defense has experience, Akeem Hicks. So the Bears, I think, have a better shot than like the Saints or the Vikings at this point. Really? So you think the Bears are going to be better than the Vikings this year? That's interesting. I mean, it's uh, Kirk Cousins. It, it's definitely close. And, you know, we, I feel like losing digs hurts the Vikings. I feel like Jefferson can regress just a really? little bit. Okay. This, yeah, I mean, the Vikings are a – did they make the playoffs last year? I'm blanking, but uh, they are. They did not. I mean, I think – yeah, I think the Bears and Vikings, they're similar teams. They, they both could finish mm-hmm. like nine and eight, but uh, yeah. Yeah, the extra game this year, too. Crazy. What yeah, I know. The it's really annoying. It's messing with my brain. Like, saying, <laughs> oh, instead of eight and eight, oh, they're eight, nine, nine and eight. eight. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, it's a winning season, but you didn't make the playoffs. So For me, I personally love the Bears. When I sat down and I was trying to figure out my playoff picture, my projected picture for the NFC, I was debating whether or not I wanted to put them in because – I like Matt Nagy. I like their defense. I like Khalil Mack. Let's not forget about Khalil Mack. He's the second best uh, at what he does. He's an absolute beast. He gets after the quarterback. He's relentless. He's going to go down all three downs. And Eddie Jackson, one of the best safeties in the game. And Allen Allen Robinson. Come on. This guy absolutely is a beast. And I feel like him and Justin Fields might be something serious. I when you look at Justin Fields play, right? Like he had one of the most electrifying playoff or not playoff, sorry, preseason and college playoff uh, performance that I've seen. Like if you look at his tape, when you see how he played against this Lawrence, the stuff that he was doing was insane. Like, I don't understand really why his stock fell. I heard it was because he wasn't as good with like seeing coverage and that concerned a lot of NFL uh, scouts, but ultimately What's a better team for Justin Fields than the Bears, especially if he's falling off the table? Shy town dude, Shy Rack. I like the receivers around him. I like the opportunity there. David Montgomery, he's an absolute beast. He's going to go out there, and he's going to take a lot of pressure off of Fields. Dude, if Fields can play like how he played at Ohio State his, his junior year, this team can really reach heights. And – I, I like them competing for the seventh seed. I really do. I think they're going to be a competitive team. I almost like them better than the Vikings. And I say that sincerely because I'm not a true believer in Kirk Cousins. And if Justin Fields has that jolt in him, that torque, and if he's able to really put his abilities on the field, like just imagine if this is that next level guy that we think he is. His ability, he's a fast guy. Like we're forgetting that this guy can pick up yards. He can move the chain. He's a dual threat. Like, I'm very high on Justin Fields. And I think that the field, uh, for him to go to the, the, the Bears makes a lot of sense. The defense is going to keep him in games. He's got a cannon, too. Allen Robinson, I like it. I like Justin Fields. I'm high on him. I, I have them just missing the playoffs. I think I like the Cardinals better. Kyler Murray, someone that has the experience. D-Hop, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Cliff Kingsbury, I think they get it done, and they have the advantage. But Justin Fields, keep your eye out for him. He's going to do well this year. And like Noah said, he will be getting reps early. Andy Dalton, his time is done in this league. I agree with him. Uh, Jimmy G is definitely a better quarterback. So I think they're going to roll out Andy Dalton respectfully, give him the QB1 status, but that's not for his for long. 
Justin Fields will take over week three, week four. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting you guys are both high on the Bears. I mean, I do like Justin Fields, but I still think I'm going to trust the Vikings a little more. I, I know they haven't weren't, haven't been good in recent memory. They did fix up some of the defensive uh, issues they had last year. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins is better than Andy Dolan and Justin Fields. I mean, unless Justin Fields lights up the league, he's still a rookie quarterback at the end of the day. And rookie quarterbacks make a lot of mistakes in the pocket. And I still think and the Bears' O-line isn't that great. I mean, I like their defense, as Brendan mentioned, but I think I think the Bears are just going to miss it too. I think the Vikings, Arizona, or the 49ers are going to fight for that seventh spot. And I just think maybe Fields could have a good year, but I, I think he's a year away from taking the Bears to the playoffs. So ultimately, this is going to lead to our last segment here we talked a lot about Justin Fields we talked about Zach Wilson in the beginning there's some other players there's Mac Jones we got and also Trey Lance so real quick Jared and Noah who is going to have the best career I mean I know this is a crazy question to ask right now but we got to do it it's literally the week before the 2021 season so considering all of these quarterbacks I'm going to hand the question over to Jared first. Who is going to have the best career when it's all said and done? So the best career, you got to take a lot of things into account. you got to take into account the team that's surrounding them. And that's a big indication of why I'm going to take Trey Lance here. Trey Lance, he's a raw prospect. He has the arm talent. He's got the ability. He's got the mobility. He's with the 49ers. Just look at the other QBs around him. Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars. It's a bad organization, typically. The Jets haven't been great in recent memory, Zach Wilson. And we have someone like the Patriots, Mac Jones. I just feel like his talent level isn't as good as Trey Lance's potential. I feel like Mac Jones will be a good quarterback for the Patriots. I see the organization is really, really one run really well. But in those in terms of the talent overall, Trey Lance and I feel like in the Kyle Shanahan offense, he's going to put up a lot of numbers and he's going to win some games for the Niners next, you know, 10 years for them. And Justin Fields, good quarterback. The Bears are kind of that middle franchise organization, but the Bears have failed to get it done in recent memory. And they're going to need to put talent around him because I feel like Trey Lance has talent in George Kittle and he has former receivers. He could do it himself. He has a defense, like a better defense. I think the Niners' defense is better than the Bears at this point. And going forward, I'll take Trey Lance's career. Oh, what do you think here? Interesting. I mean, I like Jared's pick of Trey Lance, but I think it would be boring. I'm just going to go with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, (laughs) not every, all these quarterbacks, I mean, I think at least two of these quarterbacks are going to be bad. I mean, not all five quarterbacks Mm -hmm. can hit. That usually never happens. mean by bad? Like they're gonna bust. Two of these quarterbacks Oof. out of the five are gonna bust. I mean, I think Mac Jones is gonna be a bust, and the other one could be up in the air. I mean, I like Trey Lance. Uh, I, I don't know Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. That's interesting, but I think at least two of these quarterbacks are not gonna be that good. But Trevor Lawrence, I think we know he has the highest floor out of all these quarterbacks. I know it's boring to pick him, but at worst, I think he's gonna be Matthew Stafford and play like twelve years and have a pretty good career. Maybe. The Lions are were a terrible franchise, just like Jacksonville. Maybe he's on pace for that because the Jaguars, I, even though they made it an AFC championship game a few years ago, I do like Lawrence's offense, and I like his ability to elevate others. I mean, he's LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark. I know ETN got hurt. 
He has Marvin Jones. I don't like Urban Meyer as the coach. I think once they get a different coach, because Urban's probably going to get fired after a few years. Yep. I think Lawrence is going to elevate this team to 10 wins in, in, a, in a few years. And I mm. think he's the highest floor. I mean, he's he's the golden boy. He's the number one pick. He is. I pressure, he, though. And the, he's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. And we saw Andrew Luck. I mean, Indy, they won two games the year before Andrew Luck got there. And, and then they start winning 10 games, 10 games every single year. Yep. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have that kind of impact on a franchise, but yeah, it's, it's the boring pick, but I have to go with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I like Justin Fields a lot and Jared brought up some great points how the 49ers have the best organization of all these teams. I mean, they've the historic franchise. They've won a lot of Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kyle Shanahan, he is the best coach. Trey Lance is the best coach to develop under. I, th- I think objectively we can say Shanahan's the best Besides Bill Belichick, I mean, Bill Belichick is not going to be. We're just illuminating Mac, Mac Jones, Jones because of his talent. He has, he has the, the best, best supporting cast. cast. Yeah, he has the best supporting cast, and Bill Belichick's not going to be around for more than five years from now. So uh, after that, I don't know what's going to happen with Mac Jones, but yeah, I think it's Trevor Lawrence is going to be the best quarterback out of these five. Now, listen, I really like what Noah said here. I think it's kind of hard to argue with what he said. I personally think that. The Jaguars right now, to this date, right now, with their roster, you look at their defense, Swiss cheese, they got no one. Um, and, I mean, I like Josh Allen and I like Miles Jack. Those are, those are cool. Those guys are good. They can ball. But aside from that, it's Swiss cheese. But Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it's so hard to put the bets against him. All right? It's so hard. When you look at Trevor Lawrence, when you look at what he was able to do, the raw talent that he has – I think I'm going to have to agree with Noah said. It's once Urban Meyer is fired. I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to go out there and he's going to spin the rock and he's going to play like maybe maybe top middle of the pack. He's not going to be 20. He's not going to be Cam Newton-esque, you know, Sam Darnold. No, he's going to be in the teens. Trevor Lawrence is going to find a way to put up numbers in the teens, even with Urban Meyer playing. The, he's going to play good, all right? He's got people at his disposable. DJ Chark, he's got... What else he's got? Um, Marvin, Marvin, Marvin Jones Jr. And then I, not having ETN is tragic, but I like um, James Robinson. I like that a lot. Listen, this is still Trevor Lawrence. I think that he's going to get eat up. I think he's going to get chewed up. I think he's going to get he's going to take some hits. But he's a dog. He knows what he signed up for here. Once Urban Meyer is fired, and the reason why I say that is because I don't trust his judgment. I don't think that – I think he's just the splashy pick here at Jacksonville. I mean, and also I've heard that he doesn't know how to take losses well, and that isn't well because I'm going to tell you right now that this Jacksonville Jaguars team is going to take losses. They're probably going to finish second to third worst, maybe even first worst in this league. Um, they will be picking very high. So I think that Urban Meyer is not going to be on the same level as as Lawrence. I think Lawrence is going to want to demand respect, and then – within one to three years, I think that Lawrence is going to be so good and so on top of his game that he can demand control, that he can demand that Brady respect where, hey, I want to make the plays. You know, So ultimately, that's going to be a whole different conversation, which in my opinion is going to result in Urban Meyer being fired and him recruiting and getting the guy that he wants. Almost like what happened with Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy. So Ultimately, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence is going to have the best career. I just I can't go against myself and say otherwise. This is Trevor Lawrence. I know that if I had him at my disposal as a Jets fan, I'd be doing jumping jacks till the sun comes up. And 
Trevor Lawrence, I think, will have the best career, but I don't like their organization. I think that they have to do a lot to make sure that he does, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be balling. He's going to be balling regardless. He's not going to bust. He'll be good. He'll pan out. But the second person that I really want to talk about really quickly, someone whom I think can really give Trevor Lawrence a run for his money is Zach Wilson. And I'm going to really genuinely say that sincerely here. Um, I think that he... I think you can pencil him in to win rookie of the year. I really do. Because if you look at the players that he has and also to take, to take in consideration the fact that he will be starting week one alongside with Trevor Lawrence. And I think that our roster is better than the Jaguars. Uh, we proved that last year, even Adam Gase, we won more games. We somehow managed to chalk up more games than their team. So, I mean, Zach Wilson, man, I think that he's going to be elite. He doesn't turn the ball over. He, I think that he's going to give Trevor Lawrence a run for his money. But as of right now, Trevor Lawrence, will be i think when it's all said and done we'll finish with the with the greatest career and i think that like noah said someone like him a player that is gonna be a middle of the pack quarterback instantly i think that that demands a lot of respect i think that that sets a precedent in the locker room if he can be anywhere near these scouts project him to be then jaguars you've struck gold you have the heartbeat you just need to listen and put the assets around him I mean, listen, the Jaguars were able to get Blake Bortles to the AFC championship game, and they almost won. So you never know. It's very hard to go against a Trevor Lawrence. I think he is the consensus favorite. But Zach Wilson, I like his odds too. too. Yeah, just crazy. They, the, the people have been saying since he was coming out of high school how he was going to be an NFL Hall of Famer. I mean, so many teams tanked for him. I mean, Brendan, your Jets – Tried tanking for him. The Jaguars are up there. Unfortunately for you, the Jaguars landed him. We'll just have to wait and see what Zach Wilson can be. I mean, it's not bad. If Zach Wilson becomes really good and Fields and Lance and these other quarterbacks become good, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be the second or third best quarterback in your draft class. I mean, when so with someone like Trevor Lawrence in there who could end up being maybe a top five or top ten quarterback ever, it's not a bad thing to have a Matt Ryan on your team maybe. Mac Jones becomes Matt Ryan or something. Maybe Zach Wilson becomes, I don't know, like a Josh Allen or something. There can be multiple good quarterbacks in this draft, but ultimately, yeah, I agree. Lawrence is probably going to be the best quarterback, and he's going to elevate this Jacksonville franchise out of the dump. I mean, I can see the trend from recent years has been sports players with you know big profiles, demanding traits, and I can ultimately see in like six years – you know, four years, Trevor Lawrence puts up big numbers, getting his way out of Jacksonville or signing somewhere else, trying to sign somewhere else. That's a trend Maybe. of recent years because he knows his value. And I'm sure that he ever would have rather gone to the Jets than the Jaguars, even if, you know, the Jets. That's a fact. And the Jets aren't the best run organization as well, but you would rather definitely be in New York than Jacksonville. Being so the number one prospect. So, yeah. And Fields, I mean, the Bears are, haven't been that great of a, a team recently. Uh, and same, I mean, the 49ers, Jared's point, they do have the best organization, best roster by far around him, Trey Lance. So they might have struck gold. I mean, getting Trey Lance for that may be good. He definitely has a higher ceiling than Jimmy G. And Mac Jones, I mean, going to the Patriots, I mean, I don't like their offense that much, but we're hearing really good things from Mac Jones out of camp, and he's very accurate, and he knows how to set his feet and make reads in the pocket. Of course, getting coached by the GOAT always helps. So we'll just have to, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Definitely, definitely. All right. Thank you very much, Noah, for joining us. Thank you. Yes, uh, Noah, it was a pleasure.
it was fun. I mean, the first I had Brendan on, I think my third ever episode of my podcast. And uh, it was fun being on this one, even though I'm a room over, it was still fun being on Zoom <laughs> yeah. and talking to you guys some football. Uh, Jared, my Seahawks will prove you wrong. They'll win like 10 or 11 games. And both New York teams are going down in week one. I'm saying it right now. We both have our teams. You know, yeah, I don't both. have the Jets, but we have our teams. We have our squads. So, yeah, hopefully you can watch with some friends this week. Whoever's listening, drop your comment below who you think is winning Giants or Jets, who's going to win their week one games. Uh, Noah, it was a pleasure. You want to shout out your podcast or anything or YouTube, go ahead. Yeah, the, my YouTube is The Bonafide Scrubs, and my podcast is The Bonafide Scrubs. Haven't made that much content recently, but it's on the podcast side of things, but I have been uploading a lot of uh, videos recently, so please like and subscribe those if you're interested in sports talk, NFL, NBA, MLB, all sorts of things over there. And yeah, so make sure you follow socials, NY Fly Zone, YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, post reels, post content. Hope you guys have been enjoying it lately. And yeah, let's get excited for week one. Peace. 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 Thank you. This has been the NY Fly Zone podcast. We drop every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Music. Follow us on Instagram at NY Fly Zone. Hey. Feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me, I swear these bitches nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my niggas owe me. I gotta be single for a while, you can't control me. Uno bills, trace in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case, so you know it's me. Imitation isn't flattery, it's just annoying me. And I'm too about it. And the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil, and I grew up about it. Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gon' do about it. Big wheels keep rolling, rolling. I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside. I've been losing friends and finding peace. But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me. If I ever heard one, and I'm still here outside, front line, south side. I've been losing friends and finding peace.